Welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my home school, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus. Because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world and the easier it is to live more simply. So it's been a few weeks since I've been on the podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I said I was just kind of enjoying the quiet for a little bit. I really felt like the Lord had just kind of closed my mouth for a little bit. Um, He was really teaching me that I didn't have much to say and that was okay. And just to listen, to listen to others, to listen to Him. And so I took a few weeks and really enjoyed the quiet, and I'm going to talk today about the things that I learned during the quiet. Now, I wasn't absolutely quiet. I was still posting here and there, but um, yeah, it was just a time where I felt this real stillness to just to just listen, and so I'm going to talk about what I learned in the quiet. A uh, few things I want to share, since I always say at the top of the episode, life on our hobby farm in our homeschool, I have a couple of things to update On the simple life over here on the hobby farm, first I have some sad, sad news. If you follow me on social media, you know already, but we had um, to put our beloved goat Thelma down this week. And if you have been following me for a long time, you would have been with us on this goat journey from beginning until now. So I think it was four and a half years ago, we got these beautiful Sonnen goats, Thelma and Louise. They came with those names. Often people think that we named them that, but we didn't. They came with those names. Uh, It was my son's 10th birthday, and he wanted goats so badly. Uh, For an entire year, I kid you not, an entire year, he was reading all about goats, begging us for goats. He knew more about goats than probably most adults do. He had checked out every library book about goats. And I mean like the adult books, not just like kids books about goats. And really what taught him to read and to write well one summer was completely accidental. Uh, he was, you know, I think it was between like second and third grade. He was writing down everything he could about goats in his goat notebook. And he literally would copy, copy word for word, like the book about goats. And he would just write it out. And that come next school year after that, I realized how well he was reading and his writing had so much improved. And it was literally nothing I did. It was purely allowing him to follow his interests. So that's a cool little homeschooling story, cool little story in general. But um, after a year of him begging for goats, writing about goats, reading about goats, we finally 
got him two goats for his 10th birthday, Thelma and Louise. And they were about five and a half years old when we got them, so we figured they're about 10 now. So they were pretty old now at this point. Um, but they were adorable. They have taught us so much. I literally should just make like an entire blog post or a podcast about all that I learned, life lessons from the goats, because really there are so many. But um uh, over the summer, this past summer, Thelma was looking really thin. We had the vet come out. She tested her for various things. Couldn't really find anything wrong except old age. Um, and so she's been kind of up and down. We thought over the summer we were going to lose her. Then she kind of perked back up and even made it through the winter and like some of the coldest parts of the winter. Now we've had a pretty mild winter out here, but there were some uh, times where it was below zero. It was cold. And, you know, she did pretty well. She was still eating and all that. But then this past week, she kind of just declined pretty rapidly. And uh, we had to make the decision to put her down. So that was sad. Um, but yeah, it was uh, such a great experience to have these goats. Now we still have Louise. And thankfully, over the summer, we did uh, get two more goats because we know that goats are herd animals. They can't live alone. They, they literally can't live alone. And so we knew if something happened to Thelma that she would need some companionship. So we have two more goats now, Nala and Jellybean. They also came with those names. And so, <laughs> so now we have Louise, Nala, and Jellybean, and we miss Thelma dearly. Um, and I can tell that the other goats do too. So that was going on on our hobby farm here. Uh, kind of a crazy few days with all of that going on. Something else to little update you on our homeschool. If you uh, listened to the episode a few weeks back titled Rethinking Homeschools, you'll hear all about like how we're doing things a little differently this year. Um, but I wanted to tell you that we have been uh, studying what I call this year, our unit has been called Plants and Animals of the Bible. So we've kind of been looking at the creation story and then looking at um, different animals at the beginning of the year. Now we're into botany and we're into plants. And we're kind of doing this whole botany study, but tying it into like, you know, where are plants found in the Bible and what was God's original intent for plants. And, you know, we're just kind of tying it all into the Bible. Anyway, all that to say is right now we've been really uh, studying the history of how like natural medicine has always been used like, you know, different herbs and um, spices and, you know, different um, natural remedies. But we're really looking at for our history, we've been able to kind of tie that in, which is so cool. We've been looking at, you know, historically around the world, how herbs are used, and then that's tying into our geography. So we've been looking at Africa and Europe and Asia and um, the Americas and then also ties in a lot to just science, obviously. So we're kind of just doing our own kind of giant unit study. And now that we've kind of landed this uh, month on herbs and natural remedies, of course, I'm looking around the hobby farm and I'm like, I want to grow herbs. <laughs> so our garden this year will probably be very small. Last year, we didn't have it at all. This year, I, would int I intend to get it back going a little bit. But we also have this ginormous greenhouse that Farmer Steve built years ago in one of his, um, he gets into these excited project, you know, I'm going to do this. And he was in one of those modes and he built this greenhouse. I mean, it's not just like a little greenhouse. It's a big greenhouse. And 
it has been just overcome with weeds because we haven't used it this past year. So Ethan and I were cleaning it out the other day. It is no small task. I'm getting a workout and we are going to hopefully, you know, just use it to maybe have like a little herb, my little apothecary. Uh, (laughs) So hopefully I'll be hosting about that as we go, but I'm a total novice. So these are my hopes and dreams, but I'm really enjoying like focusing on the hobby farm and homeschooling again lately and being a little quieter. I told you that I'm not traveling this year or anything like that. So I've just been enjoying like getting back to just spending the morning in the greenhouse, pulling weeds and, you know, um, focusing on our homeschool and just going down the rabbit trails of learning and not having like to check off any boxes. We're not checking off any boxes like, oh, we did this, we did that. We're just literally reading books about the topics that we're studying. It's taking us into history. It's taking us into science. It's taking us into geography. It's just awesome. I just love the way we've been doing school this year. Um, And it's very organic, so to speak, and natural. And, uh, you know, we have our formal language book and our formal um, math book and things like that. But then it's just like for the other stuff, we're just learning and learning together. And I love it. We're keeping it simple, trying to reduce the noise in my head, um, which, you know, is so necessary. So I am going to tell you about some of the lessons. I wrote them down. Some of the lessons I've learned in the past few weeks of just being more still and more quiet. Before I do that, though, I want to mention that I am not speaking this year at any homeschool conventions. I am, however, doing a women's conference at my church on March 18th. If you are anywhere in New Jersey or want to come to New Jersey for the day, uh, we are doing a women's event called Settled, Finding Peace and Settling Your Soul. And I am so excited about the messages I've been putting together for this event. Um, it's, It's just so needed for so many people to really recognize that circumstances in our lives and in this world will never be settled. But in Jesus, our souls can be settled. And so come on out. It's a free event, March 18th from 9, uh, sorry, 10 o'clock to 3. Uh, We'll have some sessions that I'll be doing. We're going to have some testimony time, uh, women sharing. We're going to have worship time, prayer, some informal discussion time, just women gathering together to talk about this topic. It's a free event. Lunch is actually going to be provided as well. We'll have coffee in the morning, um, you know, all that good stuff. So what I do need is for you to register if you're coming, merely because I need to know how much to order lunch for, how many people. (laughs) So you certainly won't be turned away that day if you want to come without registering. But we really appreciate if you register ahead of time at gracebiblechapelnj.org slash settled. I will put the link in the show notes as well. So please go over and register. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to hang out with you. I'd love to um, encourage you in this topic. Also, if you are a homeschooler, my books are still available on Amazon, my best-selling homeschool books, and as well as my devotional. The devotional is not a homeschooling book. It's for all women. It's 100 devotions. Um, to help you have less clutter and more joy. And I also am still doing homeschool consulting appointments. It's funny, I had sort of thought, well, I'm gonna gonna kind of, you know, 
step back from those for a while, but I haven't promoted them at all. And people have been reaching out to me that really um, want to book appointments and be encouraged and seek counsel and all that. So I am still opening up the appointment book. I know that this is the time of year where everybody's reevaluating their homeschool. So I have limited spots available, but you can also find the information on my website. All right. So let's go and talk about what I've learned in that. Now, it wasn't like this big, formal, quiet like I, you know, made this like on purpose quiet time that I'm going to just, it literally was like, okay, I have to go record the podcast. And then I would sit down and be like, hmm, I don't feel like I have much to say. Now, I always only want to be led by God in these things, right? I don't have like this big outline. I don't have this big like editing and publishing schedule. I just, it's literally me saying like, all right, Lord, what do you want me to say today? And normally, like, it comes flowing, right? And I just, I, I, I hate to say I feel because then it's about me, but like I can just tell when it's, you know, coming from him. And I know you guys can too because half the time I'll sit down and be like, all right, Lord, tell me what to say. And then I sit down and like the words just flow. And I hear it from you guys because you'll message me and say, oh, you encouraged me or this podcast has helped me. And I'm just like, all glory to God because that's not me. Um, and, you know, I've always just felt like when I have something to say, it comes. And I literally sat down after two weeks last week, I had sat down to record and I started to record and I got interrupted by something. And then I had to go in and kind of like make edits because I had gotten interrupted and I wanted to kind of edit that out. And as I was listening to it back, it just didn't feel right. And I was like, you know what? Delete. And I just deleted the whole episode. And I was like, Karen, I really feel like you just need to be quiet. And a little bit of me had like anxiety because I was like, but it's been like two weeks since I put out a podcast and I want, you know, to um, serve my listeners and I want to serve the people who follow my ministry. And what about, you know, if somebody needs to hear something and God was just like, so what? They'll hear it from someone else. Like they don't need you. And so I do really appreciate when you guys write to me, especially this week, it was so needed to hear like, I've been listening to your podcast. You know, I have old episodes. So if I'm not putting out new episodes, I have like, I don't know, two or 300 episodes you can go and listen to from the past. So I have people saying like, oh, I've listened to your podcast this week and it was so helpful. And so, you know, that's always confirmation to me to keep going, uh, that even if I'm taking a break for a little while, will be a time to come back. And honestly, if I never sat down again at this microphone because the Lord didn't lead me to, then that's the way it is. Like, then I just trust that the Lord's like, this season is done. And the podcast is done. However, this week I've been anxious again to sit back down at the microphone. And I, in fact, I'll be honest with you, I'm sitting here in my pajamas <laughs> recording on a Thursday morning because I just felt like, all right, it's time. It's time. And when the Lord's telling you it's time, you go for it. So it wasn't this big plan quiet time. It was literally like I started to feel very overwhelmed. I started to feel like, um, you know, I've taken on a job at my church. So I, I felt like I was, you know, I really pour, want to pour everything I can into that and um, still want to pour everything I can into Simple Living for Him. But just feeling like, you know, a little bit scattered, a little bit overwhelmed and truly didn't have much to say. And there are seasons with this ministry where 
I feel like I'm posting on Instagram, you know, I don't follow the rules where you're supposed to post, I don't know, at certain times of the day, certain days of the week, so many times a day, so many times a week. I don't listen to any of that. I literally post when the Lord gives me something to say. And I just felt again, like very quiet. Like I felt like I really don't have anything to say. I don't have a pretty picture to share with some words of wisdom. And it was just like the Lord was like, yeah, just talk to me right now. You don't have to talk to everybody else. Just just bring it, bring it to me and talk to me. So that's what I've been doing. Um, I've been really trying to not get sucked into the news of the day, the social media junk. Uh, I've been trying not to. I have to say I haven't been succeeding well because the news headlines this week are just pure craziness. So I will admit to you because I want to be transparent and I really do want to repent of that, that, you know, I spent too much time going down the rabbit holes of, oh my goodness, you know, what's going on in this world. However, we can always always, like I said, repent and turn from that and recognize it and be like, you know what? I messed up, but I want to get back on track. This morning, as a matter of fact, I spent a lot more time with the Lord than I usually do. Like it literally just talking to him. Like I was just laying in bed. The sun was rising. I had no desire to stop talking to him. It was so lovely. Like I was just like, just communing with him and praying. And I love that. And I think that's what I needed again, because I was starting to feel the rush of, you know, I got to get my Bible time in, I got to get my prayer time in. And heaven help me if I ever have to rush my time with the Lord, right? I mean, he is why I live and move, move and breathe and exist. And for me to rush that time is just purely, you know, um, uh, of my own flesh. And I want, I want to be done with that. So anyway, Um, during this time, again, I wasn't like quiet, like I didn't post at all. If something came to me or like I wanted to share about the goats or something like that, you know, I was sharing. I just was feeling like I had not much to say in the podcast. My devotionals were kind of sporadic and here and there. Um, and so a couple of the things that I learned, number one is it's noisier than we think. As noisy as we know it is, and we all know it's noisy out there, it's really noisier than we think. Like, I think when you step back from it, you realize how much your brain is being influenced by, like, so much. Like, just so much. There's so many voices. Even with, even if you're following only edifying accounts, Christian accounts, you know, encouraging accounts, people that you know and love, I still just feel like there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of voices. And couple that in with, you know, everybody's probably following <laughs> some kind of news account and things like that. And if social media isn't your thing and your noise might come from, you know, the TV, your noise might just come from the busyness of your schedule. Your noise might even come from just your own thoughts and what goes on in your head. So I'm sharing where my noise comes from, but I know that my noise isn't your noise. So, you know, I'm not trying to make it like my experience is everyone else's. I'm just like I always do, just sharing what I know because of what I've been living. And if it encourages you out there and you can apply it in some way to your life, then great. And if not, and you don't find it encouraging, then, you know, I'm always saying you don't have to subscribe. You don't have to listen. Like I only want the people here that are being encouraged. Like, in fact, if I add noise to your life and it's not helpful, encouraging, edifying, 
please unsubscribe. So it is a lot noisier than we think. And, um, you know, we have to, what I really learned in this past few weeks of being quiet and literally the Lord just giving me nothing to say was we really need to become better listeners. When I say we, I mean me. I really need to become a better listener. And I really have been making an, um, an, like an intentional effort when I'm with people to like, as much as I feel like sometimes God has been shutting my mouth on the podcast or shutting my mouth on the devotionals lately or in writing. Like, I don't remember the last time I wrote a blog post because it's usually just an Instagram post or something now. But I feel like, you know, how I can, um, like, I can palpably feel that, that God is like holding me back. And he, and, and so I've been like um, transferring that into my relationships with people. And so maybe I don't necessarily feel God closing my mouth when I'm talking with people, but I I feel myself like recognizing, um, Karen, just listen. Like this person doesn't need you to relate to them right now. You don't need to respond back with, oh yeah, that happened to me too once. Or, oh yeah, like there's nothing worse, I think, than when you're talking to somebody and sharing a very real struggle and they turn it on themselves. And I don't mean to say that the other person is malicious in any way. They're not. It's just something I think in our human nature that we all do, all of us, at some point or another. Some of us are much better at holding our tongue than others, and some of us are much better at listening than others. And it's something that like, I think we respond without even thinking because we want to relate. We want to tell the person, me, you know, like me too, like I get you. But I think there's also something satisfactory for some, like, reason in us that it brings us some satisfaction to be like oh yeah me too and like share your story and like you just want to hear about your own story like I don't know why we do that so I've been making a very conscious effort when I've been talking with women like at my bible study or just you know whatever friends or people at church or um, just places that I encounter people or even within my family to listen And even when I feel like I'm about to say, oh, that happened to me, or oh, I understand, like, just to be like, "Mm, that must be really hard, or "Mm, I'm so sorry you're going through that, you know, I'll definitely be keeping you in prayer. Hey, can I pray for you right now? And like, how much more valuable is it to someone to say, hey, can I pray for you than for you to share your story of how you, you know, and like I said, it's not that we're being malicious. And of course, sometimes it is very helpful in certain situations, of course, to know that someone else has been there. So please don't take this as like, um, like an, an extreme thing, like you can never respond me to, you know what I mean? I think you guys understand what I'm saying. It's like, let's be discerning to recognize when we should speak and when we should not. Let's be discerning to recognize that we don't always have to make it about us. Let's recognize that um, the other person is sharing something with us. And the most important thing we can do is point them to Jesus and not ourselves. And again, this isn't like a be all end all and, you know, it has to be this or that. Like, there's a lot of gray in these areas. But There's something to be said about holding our tongue. And I've been very blessed to just sit 
and listen lately to just, you know, and there might be a time where I have to speak up way more. There might be a time, I'm sure I'm going to go through a season where God's given me a ton of things to say and I'll be podcasting and writing every day and da 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 da. Again, it's never like an and or, like it's not, it has to be one or the other. It's just, we go through ups and downs and seasons. And I really believe that God is using this season for a reason for me to understand that literally um, he wanted me to be more quiet for certain reasons. Um, And at first I thought when I wasn't really having much to say or write or post, I thought like it was something wrong with me. And it was like, I recognize that, no, this is God working in me to show me what he wants me to learn right now. And he is literally my source of everything. He should be my source of information. You know, when I say I've been quieter, my goal is to be quieter in what I say and also what I bring into my mind. So that was one of the other things that I learned was, I didn't think he just wanted me to be quiet in what I said, but me to be quiet uh, in what I was listening to and the noise that I was bringing into my mind. And um, I've always admitted on here that would be my downfall. Like I'm not a TV person. Uh, I don't watch TV except I do love all creatures great and small. If you watch that, isn't it the best show ever? I love that show. Okay, let me not get off on a tangent. That is literally the only show that I watch. Uh, We replay it on Monday from PBS. We can watch it online. We watch it every Monday night. Um, So other than that, like I'm not a big TV person. um, And I, you know, will uh, read books. And I am not a fiction book person. I don't remember the last time I really read a fiction book, but I read a lot of, you know, of Christian books and things like that. Um, But I really felt like the Lord. And so my thing is what I was saying. My thing is, you know, I will go on the internet and scroll the news feed of the actual news. And then of course, just the social stuff. And, you know, I could be like anyone else. I just want to numb my mind. So I'm going to, you know, scroll through Instagram and all that. It never takes me to a good place. And I recognize that. So I've been really trying to like, you know, get on there, check my emails, check my uh, messages, check my church email, uh, go check. Now I do my um, social media for church. So I'll go check, you know, the notifications there, post things that I need to post for church. Same for Simply Living for Him. And rarely do I post even personally that much anymore. Um, So, you know, I've been finding though that even just doing those normal things is so easy to get sucked into the scroll. And uh, I also find that when I'm in the car, I always have to, wherever I go because of where I live, it's a 30-minute drive. And so that 30 minutes has become a very useful time for me to spend time with the Lord. Um, I am always listening to a podcast, like, you know, or whatever it is. And I've been tempted to put on the news station and been like, no, it's either going to be worship music or the a podcast, you know, like a Christian podcast, or I will just literally play the Bible on the audio um, because I like to have edifying things going on while I'm driving so I can keep my focus on him. Even lately though, I've noticed that it was, I was driving in the car with nothing playing in the background, just like me and the Lord talking. So I've been using that time to pray. Um, 
But God is really our source of information. God is our source of everything. And if we are like close to him and we can tune out all the other voices, then when we hear him first, it's like we don't desire the other voices as much. We don't feel the need to numb our mind. We don't feel the need to distract ourselves. Um, So he's really our source of everything. One of the other things I've really learned uh, in my quiet time the past few weeks or being quieter, I should say. It's not like I, like I said, like I didn't say anything. I was just quieter. I realize how much, and I don't know how to solve this problem, how much social media has caused us all to be misunderstood. And, and I did, well, I did a, a podcast about real life relationships. So it's kind of along those lines. But sometimes like I'll innocently just, you know, share an article or post something like I don't have an ulterior motive. I, I wasn't thinking like anything maybe sinister in the moment or I wasn't thinking anything one way or another. Right. And I realized, though, that the person on the other end and we talked about this. Hmm. I think I talked about it on Instagram. So what happens is, and I, I might have talked about this on my uh, uh, real life um, relationships episode, but one of the things that happens is when we don't have all the information to something, we try to fill it in. Like if you, our human brain, if we were giving given a picture with pieces missing of the picture, but we knew that it was, say, a flower, we would fill it in, in our minds of what was supposed to go into those missing pieces. And I think we do the same when it comes now to people. And we see little snippets of their lives on social media. And let's face it, it never gives the whole picture. We fill in what we think about that person based on just a few snippets. And I don't think, again, we do this maliciously or anything like that. It's just our human brains work that way. But what is happening is so many people are misunderstood. And if there's something I really detest is being misunderstood. Now, working on social media, having a ministry, which is like 90% online, I'm going to be misunderstood. Like I've just had to reconcile that with myself over the years. Like There's no one out there that really truly knows me. If you're just following me at Simply Living for Him. You may think you do because of the things I podcast or talk about in devotionals or post online. But you you really can't unless you're with somebody all the time. But even those people I feel like that know me in real life. Say I just go and post something like I share an article. I may have had no thought when I shared it about something, but somebody may think, oh, well, she posted it because she feels this or that. No, I just posted it because it was interesting. (laughs) Or I just posted it because, I don't know, it caught my eye. So, like, I shared it, whatever. Like, I didn't have these motives or, like, thoughts beforehand. And, I, I, like, I think that is so damaging, our relationships. I know I probably do it to many people as well. Like I see something they post and I might think, oh, well, this is the reason they posted or they're feeling this way or that way. And they may have just literally shared it for like a totally different reason. And so it's really important to recognize all these kind of layers of complication that social media brings. We don't um, really understand someone's intention. The other thing is, oh my goodness, this also struck me yesterday. I had to write it down because I didn't want to forget. All of us, so like growing up, we all had the news channels 
right, to give us the news at night. You didn't get the news all day long, at least when I was little. I know 24-hour news stations came out later. But let's go way back to like when I was little or even, you know, our parents and grandparents. And I say our, I'm 47. So if you're in that generation. So you go back and you think like everybody had, you know, the seven o'clock news. There were limited news channels. You got the newspaper, you know, every day. And like your sources were very similar to everybody else. Your sources of information were very similar Now, I may be wrong in this. Maybe there were tons of different sources, but I think in a very generalized way, most people were on the same page somewhat, more so than they are today, I would say. Because now, see, like I subscribe to certain pages, so I'm seeing a whole bunch of, you know, maybe skewed one way or biased, you know, whatever it is, articles. And my life is kind of like all the sources of information that I'm getting are coming from a certain type of source. And other people, their news or their information is coming from, you know, whatever sources they subscribe to. And now we don't just have, you know, news channels on our TV. We have uh, on the internet sources. We have all kinds of sources from real news to fake news to who knows what, because anyone can post anything and it can look legit and it's not. So it's like the sources are endless. And the types of sources are endless endless like it's infinite that there's just so much out there and so your view of how the world looks is completely different sometimes to mine and yet you know when when we're like communicating with each other we all have such a different perspective on how the world looks like if you stop and think about that like because of the things that are influencing me and because there are so many more influences than years ago. Like my perspective, how I see everyday life and how I see the world is so different than maybe my neighbors. And I just find that so interesting. And I find that kind of scary (laughs) in a way that, I don't know, we just have to remember that like there's just so much, so much noise, so many perspectives. And I can feel so strongly on a certain topic because all of the information that I have that I'm subscribed to that I'm feeding into my brain comes from a certain place where somebody else is feeling so strongly in that because theirs is coming from a completely different type of source. So how on earth do we find common ground? You know, it's interesting because last night in our Bible study at my church that I'm teaching, we're doing a Philippians Bible study, and we spent the entire night on just four verses, Philippians 2, verses 1 to 4. And it's all about unity. And how do we find, you know, unity and like-mindedness, especially now? I mean, even amongst believers. And it's like, this again, the source of your information The source of your unity is in Christ. The source of everything is Jesus. And so how do we eliminate a lot of this noise? How do we eliminate a lot of the uh, voices that are, let's be honest, that are often speaking to us louder than God's? 
we have to make a very intentional uh, decision on what we let into our minds because it's all just too much. And you know, it's also like, there. it's not like, you, there's so many like well-meaning things. You know, I'll read one thing and I'll be like, yes, this is so right. This is so true from a very reputable good source. Then I'll go read something else and it's like the complete opposite view, still from a reputable and good source. And I'm like, okay, now which is it? And it's like that verse of the Bible, we're like tossed back and forth, like, you know, a wave in the wind. We have to, have to, have to have our main source be the word of God. We have to know the truth. We have to continually um, measure everything against that. Um, And, you know, I feel like how I said sometimes we... um, allow all this information into our minds because I feel like, you know, it's not that I'm looking for comfort or anything. I'm just looking for, I don't know if it's satisfaction. I don't know what I'm looking for. I'm searching, like reading all this stuff, but it's like, you know, he is right here. I don't really need to look outside of anything but him. If I want comfort, he's there. If I want truth, he's there. If I want peace, he's there, right? I don't need to read about him, like to have somebody bring him to me. He's literally right here with me. I don't need to go read this article to, you know, bring me closer to him when he's right here. So we have to have our starting point always to be him. And that's a lot of what I was learning these past few weeks. So I spent a lot of time just being quiet, you know, seeking the Lord, feeling a little bit um, like, you know, Lord, I got nothing to say, so I'm just going to listen to you. And I feel like he really was like, see, I shut your mouth so you could actually just listen. And I saw him answer prayers the, these past few weeks in ways that I never expected him to answer, which was really cool. Uh, I felt just closer to his voice, you know, just like undistracted, like really listening. And I'm so grateful for that. I think most of all, what I learned was, as I said at the beginning, I just want to listen, whether it's to him or to others, 100%. I don't want to be half listening. I want to really, truly love others and love them well. Not just listen so that I could respond not just listen so then I could share my story, not just listen because of what I get out of this relationship with this person. I really just want to listen because I love them, because Christ told me to. I want to listen to him because I love him and because that's the relationship that I have with him as my father, that I'm listening to him above all the noise of this world. I don't even know if any of this is making sense to you. It made sense to me (laughs) in my head, but I really felt like it was time to come back on the podcast to share kind of where I've been at, you know, Um, and as best as I could to communicate that and to encourage you as well. If you're feeling like me, like sometimes you just need to take a step back and quiet the noise that comes in, quiet the noise that goes out and just spend some time with him, do it. Like I I wasn't like, I'm going to take a two-week fast of the internet and a two-week fast of my podcast. I wasn't. I was just like, one day, I just had nothing to say. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm just going to listen to you and wait. Um, and I'm going to continue that way with Simply Living for Him. It's been so 
Um, it's been so freeing for me to not necessarily like I said, like follow the rules because I'm not over here like I need this to be a, you know, huge ministry and I need this to be um, a business or I need this to be, you know, a livelihood. This is just me sharing what God has put on my heart and I will always keep it authentic and real here and transparent and I will keep simply living for him going as long as he tells me to. And the day he says, you know what, the season is over, it's done, it'll be done. I don't feel like that's yet. I felt on the verge of that sometimes, but I don't feel like that yet. I feel like the microphone's always here. It doesn't have to always be on schedule every Friday. You know, see, that's what the world tells you. Like, if you want your listeners to listen and you want to have followers, you have to be consistent. It has to be every Friday. And if you miss, you know, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I can't operate that way. I'm not operating in the world standards. I'm operating in God's standards and I'm listening to him. And so I apologize if sometimes I'm a bad podcaster and it's not up exactly every Friday. I apologize if I'm a bad influencer on social media because personally, I want him to influence you way more than me. Um, but, you know, I will just share when I feel led. I will talk when he tells me to. I'll be quiet when he tells me to. Um because I just want to love him. I want to love others. I want to do that well. Life is too short to get caught up in all this uh, noise. It really is. Like if we're not listening to him above all else, we're going to spend our lives running in circles. And before we know it, we're going to be with him face to face. I want to use my time well here on earth. I want to stand face to face and him say, well, uh, well done, good and faithful servant. I don't want to be running in circles. I don't want to feel overwhelmed and, noi and the world is noisy. I just literally want to hear from him every day. And if he says, go do this, go do that, and it's a busy season, I'll do it. If he says, now is the time to rest and be quiet, I'll do it. We've got to be discerning to listen to his voice above all the noise of this world. So I hope that this encouraged you today. If it did, please let me know. You can send me an email at Karen at SimplyLivingForHim.com. I absolutely love, love, love when you guys send me messages and encourage me that the podcast actually encouraged you. So feel free to always message me on you know any of the social media. You can leave a voice message at anchor.fm slash SimplyLivingForHim. And I really hope that you're encouraged today. Until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today. Let me simply